0: Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. In the United States alone, 30 people die every day in drunk driving-related crashes. That equates to one person every 48 minutes. But simple technology to prevent and even possibly end drunk driving exists. So why aren't car makers required to implement it? New legislation in the United States aims to do just that, to require all new cars be equipped with alcohol detection systems by 2024. The Reduce Impaired Driving for Everyone Act of 2019, known as the Ride Act, was introduced to Congress from both sides of the aisle by Senators Tom Udall of New Mexico and Rick Scott of Florida, who co-sponsored the Senate bill, and Representative Debbie Dingell of Michigan in the House. Democrats and Republicans working together. The lawmakers believe the law could save 7,000 lives per year. We spoke via email with Ned Adriance, Senator Udall's communications director. He said, Udall saw the success that ignition interlock technology had in reducing the number of alcohol-related driving fatalities in New Mexico and sees alcohol detection technology as a big part of the solution in preventing drunk drivers from getting behind the wheel. The Ride Act doesn't just call for automakers to implement alcohol detection technology on their own. The bill also provides funding for research and development of advanced alcohol detection software. The legislation will establish a pilot program of fleet vehicles equipped with the software, including those from federal, state, and private partners. That means the technology will be tested on vehicles before being mandated for consumers. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or NHTSA, is also partnering with automobile manufacturers to help develop alcohol detection systems that can be installed in vehicles, The NHTSA will work with the Private Automotive Coalition for Traffic Safety, as well as directly with vehicle manufacturers, suppliers, and other interested parties, including institutions of higher education with expertise in automotive engineering, to develop the technology. Once the pilot program is underway, results will initially be evaluated in the first 12 months, and again every 180 days— The target for implementing the federally mandated technology in all new vehicles will be no more than two years after the law is enacted. As for how it will actually work, we can get some insight from current technology, though that doesn't necessarily reflect the future. An ignition interlock device, or IID, is essentially a breathalyzer connected to a car's ignition system. Once it's installed, the car won't start until someone breathes into the IID with an alcohol-free breath. Drivers also can't disconnect the devices without damaging the vehicle. It's possible for a driver to trick these devices by having someone else provide the breath sample, but the devices also demand rolling samples at regular intervals while the vehicle is in motion, making it difficult for anyone other than the driver to comply. And the statistics show that they work— In May of 2019, Mothers Against Drunk Driving announced that in-car breathalyzers stopped drivers who were drunk from starting their cars more than 3 million times since 2006. That's when MAD began pushing for ignition interlocks for every drunk driver. MAD collected its data from 11 ignition interlock manufacturers. The data found that IIDs stopped almost 348,000 attempts by drivers with alcohol in their system in 2018 alone. Lifesaver, a provider of interlock devices and services, says on its website that false positives are possible, though, triggered by anything from mouthwash to fruit juice to pizza dough. In that case, a series of lockout periods are triggered before the driver can take another test, anywhere from five minutes on up, depending on the laws of the state. If a rolling sample triggers a failure, the vehicle must be stopped as soon as it's possible to pull over safely, and a failure on a subsequent test after a lockout period puts the vehicle in a service mode, where it must be taken to a service center to be reset. It's unclear whether the laws for federally mandated built-in devices would use similar procedures. The Ride Act bill does state that the technology will automatically use the blood alcohol content cutoff for the jurisdiction where the vehicle is being operated. However, the bill does not specify whether the development team is working with existing technology or what form the implementation will take. Also, who would pay for all of this? Uh, Generally, when drivers are required to install an aftermarket IID after a DUI, they pay the costs for installation, monthly fees for the court-mandated monitoring period, and the removal fee at the end of their sentence. These costs can easily add up to thousands of dollars, which is not necessarily representative of the cost of the IID itself. Since there are different suppliers of these IIDs in different areas, prices can vary. And furthermore, the monthly fee also includes a monitoring service that records the results of each test to report back to the court if necessary. A lifesaver says their pricing is bound by the laws of the states in which they provide their services. It's unclear how or if the cost of these devices would be passed on to consumers if they become mandated as part of car equipment, though the text of Udall and Scott's proposal specifies that federal funding will help pay for the development costs. The federal government has already dedicated about $50 million to the project. Adrian said... Some in the industry raised cost as an objection to other landmark safety requirements like seatbelts, airbags, and backup cameras. But Senator Udall believes that years of federally funded research have prepared this technology to be integrated into mass commercialization in the coming years. While the cost projections are still developing, Senator Udall believes that widespread development in new cars can be done in an affordable way. For now, the proposed legislation is focused on providing resources for development, with details on implementation to follow. Adrian's explained, At the moment, the Driver Alcohol Detection System for Safety program, which is partially funded by the NHTSA, has developed technology that can detect alcohol in the driver's breath that they are testing in Virginia and Maryland. Engineers are also developing devices to detect the blood alcohol level of the driver using touch sensors— Volvo has announced that it will be installing cameras in cars to detect if a driver is drunk or distracted, and Senator Udall hopes that the spirit of this completely voluntary initiative demonstrated by Volvo will set the standard for automakers selling cars in the United States. Today's episode was written by Cherise Threewitt and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's Works. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com.